everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Friday to you all. We've made it through another week, which is absolutely amazing. And sometimes, I don't know if this is for you as well, but a lot of times I feel like time is going super fast, especially during this whole quarantine pandemic time, or time is going really slow because we are continuously waiting the return of normal things. Like for me right now, my husband and I are really holding our breath that basketball is actually going to start at the end of the month and that football is actually going to start at the top of September. So we shall see. Those are the things that we have our hearts set on and we love sports so much. So, and especially those two sports. So we are really hoping that that is going to be the case. But yeah, I just feel like time is either going really fast or really slow. So um, hopefully you're having a good Friday. Hopefully you have great plans for the weekend. And I hope that so far, if your day has just begun in the middle or towards the end, that you're having a great day. If for some reason you're not having a great day, I encourage you to take the five minute reset. Whereas where you take at least five minutes to be by yourself. Take more time if you have more time, but take at least five minutes to be by yourself. Be able to just release any stress, you know, restart, reboot, come back to baseline and just shake everything off. You know, if you have any burdens, any stressors, any problems that are hanging over you, you know, kind of like a cloud hanging over you, I encourage you to just let those go and kind of take a quick breather. If you have the opportunity to problem solve anything that's um, coming against you, please take the time to do that. Also, make a quick list of things you're grateful for and make sure that list is at least four things. Um, More is great, less is not great. I encourage you, make that list at least four things. And those can be really big things, really small things, really medium things. Like, um, for example, for me today, I was very grateful that I was able to get a really important errand done. And it's like super first world problems about like our phone line and our whole plan and situation, but I was glad that I was able to make time in my day to get that done. I'm super grateful for that. I'm super grateful that I wasn't feeling super tired and, um, you know, that, that midday slump feeling. I wasn't feeling that today. I am super grateful for that. I am very excited for that. I'm also very grateful that, um, I was able to figure out some work stuff because, you know, I'm still new to my job. I've only been doing it for about a month now. So I'm grateful for that. And then I'm also grateful for being able to make a really good dinner that my family actually really, really loved. So there are four things that I'm grateful for. None of them are like earth shattering things. They don't have to be super huge things. So make sure when you make your list, just be grateful for anything and everything. It makes being grateful like an endless list. Like you can never run out of things to be grateful for because you can be grateful for literally everything. And last but not least, uh, before you leave your five-minute reset time, I encourage you to feel at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of the day. And that's because you want to make sure that you are still showing gratitude. Usually when you make a gratitude list and you go through the um, the process of being grateful, it changes your mindset. It kind of humbles you a bit so that despite what you're going through, you still realize and remember all these amazing things that you've experienced and that you have in your life. And I'm not here to diminish your feelings at all, but I believe that you should still be grateful for those things. You should still honor those things and make those things important too. So 
even if you are having such a terrible day, you can still like feel neutral, if not positive about the rest of the day. Also, you don't want to go about the rest of your day and like passing your negative mood on to anyone else because that's not right or appropriate. So I encourage you, if you're having a tough day, take the five minute reset. But like I said, I hope everyone is having a fantastic day day. Just a reminder that this week on the podcast, we are talking about how to have the best week ever. And today, Friday, we are going to talk about um, having an end of week check-in. And I'm very excited about this episode. Um, I know I usually try to close out every week with something fun, something a little bit lighter, something pretty fresh. Um, And I'm going to try to make this episode that way, even though there's kind of some serious stuff in there, but I'm kind of just like bopping through it because that deep and emotional connection that you will get um, from this material that I'm about to deliver to you will need to be done in your own time. Like I, there's not too many revelations I can reveal to you today in this episode to make it super heavy or anything. Um, but regardless, it's going to be a good one. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. Now, now that I have given you some ideas for how to have the best week ever, I now want to suggest doing an end of the week check-in. By doing a check-in, it will help you evaluate how you believe the week went, what you might want to change for the upcoming week, and just have a chance to step back from everything that already happened and get any stress off your chest. I encourage you to do this throughout the week, but I really seriously encourage you to do it at the end of the week. And your version of the end of the week could be on Friday, like when you get done with work or whatever activities you do during the day. Or if you prefer to do it on Sunday, that's totally fine. If you want to take the entire week as a whole, that's fine. It's like whatever way that you prefer to do it. For me, I would honestly want to do this at the end of day Friday because generally on the weekends, nothing is ever generally the same. You know, I kind of mixing it up with different tasks that I need to do, different events different assignments, whatever it may be that I have to get done, chores or relaxed time or nothing or sports when sports are happening. Um, so I tend to do this on Friday, but like I said, you can do it any time during the week that you feel is appropriate for your weekend. And when you do this exercise, I suggest using a journal or notebook to take notes and write down what your answers to the questions you're going to ask yourself are. Because if you're anything like me, you might want to compare your notes week to week just to see how things change, progress, and maybe find some trends in your moods, emotions, or struggles. I love trends because I love statistics. I love it, love it, love it. Like it was my favorite class that I took when I was in college. Um, Everyone hated it. They thought it was super boring. I thought it was super interesting. It just, it really interests me. I think data in general really interests me because I feel like it is another look into um, the decisions that people make and what they're thinking about and how that um, has affected them and all this stuff. Anyway, I won't bore you with that. But um, yeah, so it's interesting because you can really find trends. So just how you can find trends, maybe like if you're tracking your weight every single day for a few months or a year. You can find trends in your mood. And I know this is not a new or revelational kind of thought because, you know, um, even my planner that I bought um, has a place where you can like write your mood and what you learned for the day. And I know there's apps out there where you can track your mood and track how you're feeling. So this isn't like super new or anything, but I think it's important and it's another way for you to kind of track it and see if there are trends and see if those things correlate with activities that have happened or if you're a woman, if it 
correlates with your monthly cycle or um, maybe it correlates with some other event that happens in your life at a certain time every so often. So just something to consider, especially if you're super into data like I am. and um, now I am going to go through the check-in steps with you and briefly share with you why I think that step is important. And I promise I won't take too long with this, you know, but it's important to know a quick description of each and the reason why I don't necessarily feel like I need to go super in-depth with every single check-in step is because, you know, it's it's really going to be on you to figure out... Um, how to go about these questions, how to answer these questions, and then when you come with those answers, you're going to probably want to take some time to really think about it, and then if you have any sort of solutions um, for if if any of those things incur problems or situations where you actually need a solution in the end, then um, that'll still be something that you need to take time and think about or talk to someone else about because I won't necessarily know what it is, and by listing off every single example that I can think of, the show would be so long. So you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. I'm just trying to give you tools here for you to help kind of figure out what's going on in your mind and and an evaluation of time that's that's current, that's recently passed um, for you to see if there's anything to learn from. So, and um, like I already hinted at, these are going to be questions that you are going to ask yourself and come up with a response for. So first, you're going to start with I feel and ask yourself how you are feeling at the end of this week. Do you feel like you could have given up several times during the week? Do you feel satisfied with everything you accomplished? Uh, Do you feel beat down? Ask yourself how you're feeling at the end of this week and make sure to answer truthfully, Um, especially if you are doing these things with someone you trust or by yourself. You know, if you have to have those come to Jesus moments where you're just like, okay, listen, I have to be real with myself. I have to tell the truth. Um, Maybe you want to say that you're feeling great and fine, but you're not. You're feeling mediocre. You're feeling neutral. You're feeling blah. You're feeling whatever you're feeling. Just be honest about your feelings. There's no need to hide it, especially if you're not going to share this with anyone else. Why would you hide what you're truly feeling? Get it out. Get what you're truly feeling out of your mind. Put it down on paper or some sort of way to track all that stuff and really evaluate that. You know, take the time to do that. Stop being afraid of your own emotions. Um, And next, go down the road of I need and ask yourself what you need now that the week is over. Do you need some extra downtime because of how the week treated you? Do you need to schedule some time with your counselor in the coming future because of what happened during the week? Do you need to work on becoming more organized, more knowledgeable, more calm, or more understanding about something for the upcoming week? Ask yourself what you need. What do you need to do? What do you need to do to prep for the next week? What do you need to do to make the next week better? What do you need to do to be better at this, that, and the other? You know, what do you need to do to feel more prepared, to feel more like yourself, to um, encourage people, to, you know, go after your dreams and your hobbies and Put all your all into it and be truly yourself. What do you need? Ask yourself what you need and then write those things down and then you can figure out a plan on how to get those things. After that, go with the I forgive train of thought. Is there something you need to forgive yourself for? Do you need to forgive someone else for something they did to you? You know, forgiveness can be a really tough thing, but it's incredibly important So make sure you do it if you need to. I'm not going to go into a long thing about this, but if you have any sort of unforgiveness towards someone else or towards yourself, you need to find a way to move on from it, 
forgive. I'm not saying you have to forget, but just forgive and then kind of tuck it away and move on with your life because dwelling on it is not going to change it. You know, hindsight's 2020, but dwelling on it's not going to change it or make it any better. Okay. Next up is I celebrate, which is such a fun one. What do you need to celebrate about the week? Did you accomplish big things or maybe just celebrate accomplishing anything and everything? There's nothing wrong with that. Do you need to make time and plans to celebrate someone else for what they did or will be doing, like planning something in the future? And I'm not saying just a birthday, just like maybe you know they're about to hit a milestone, you know they're about to accomplish a goal, you know they're they're finally getting to some sort of um, mecca of a thing that they've been working towards chasing, um, uh, just putting their all in for. You can do that. Think about your wins for the week and figure out a way to celebrate even in the smallest way. So a lot of times, I've mentioned this before, we spend so much time dwelling on the negative things that have happened to us um, day in and day out when we need to start celebrating our wins, even if we just had a good day, um, even like what I mentioned um, at the top of the show where I was talking about what I was grateful for, I was grateful for that I was able to figure out some work tasks that I was assigned and be able to figure it out by myself. I was able to do it. I felt confident in it. Like I'm going to celebrate that one. And I'm not saying you need to celebrate it in the biggest way, like going out and buying yourself some sort of sort of like designer handbag or new watch or wallet or whatever. But you know, kind of give yourself a pat on the back. And if you need to give yourself something else to celebrate and really tell yourself, oh my gosh, you did amazing. I'm so proud of you. Please do it. And or if you need to celebrate someone else for something they did or going to do, Do that as well because that is such an amazing selfless thing to do for someone else, showing them you care and showing them how proud you are of them and how much you appreciate them um, sharing their goals with you and you being able to be there and witness them and celebrate when they do. Second to last one is I release, which can be one of the tougher ones. What do you need to release because it has been taking up too much space in your life, in your mind, in your heart? Maybe you need to release a grudge you have against someone. Or maybe you need to release some romantic feelings for someone that you just know in your heart isn't going to work out. Or it could be the need to release some pent-up aggression, anger, stress, or sadness. If you are one to keep your feelings locked down all the time, take this opportunity to release it all, even if just to yourself in the comfort of a private moment, or to a trusted friend, mentor, or counselor. So it's super important. Just release the things like whether you need to release them to someone. Maybe you just need to release them out of yourself because there's taking up too much space. Maybe you just need to release feelings, emotions, thoughts, dreams that just aren't going to happen despite how much you've worked towards them. Sometimes, I know this might not be popular opinion, but sometimes we have to give up on dreams. Sometimes they're just not meant to be. Sometimes, you know, we think we can do something and we work hard for it we work hard towards it we put in the effort and time and we just figure out that's just not our thing that's just not it and I think that's okay because you're not going to figure everything out the first time around not everything maybe a lot of things maybe some things but not everything so keep that in mind and just know that you're not a failure or anything if that happens to you it just means that you've realized it and there's plenty of time left to move on to something else but just release the things that you need to release And I know that one of those really hard things could be like your feelings for someone that's not reciprocating them or did at one point and now is no longer. But it's tough, but sometimes you just have to do it so that you can move on to whatever better opportunities 
in times and days that there will be for you. Um, lastly, this one might seem weird, but go with me on it. Go through I trust and come up with things you need to trust more. Do you need to trust yourself more? Trust your confidence more? Trust certain people in your life more? Trust the process of life more? I know I need to do that. Figure out what it is for you and how you can trust it more. You know, for me as a Christian believer, um, I have to work on it all the time, trusting that God has everything in line, because he does, and I truly believe that, but it's hard, you know, in the moment. Like, sometimes my faith will falter a little bit because I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) I don't understand what's happening. And so um, if you have any sort of belief system or religion, you might understand what that means. You know, it's like your faith falters sometimes when really hard things are happening or you've had to wait for such a long time. But I have to continue to remind myself, okay, I trust. I trust that God has it together. You know, he knows what he's doing, obviously, and it's going to be okay. Um, But beyond that, you know, do you need to trust in certain people more because you have not been trusting them because you have trust issues or they have broken your trust in the past or it's just really hard for you to open up to people because you've been scarred before. I get that. Um, Or do you need to trust yourself more? Do you need to be more confident? I definitely need to work on that all the time because I definitely don't trust myself enough and I want to be more confident and I actually even told my husband that this year I want to be more confident and he's trying to really help me with that and encourage me with that and remind me of that when I do um, find myself in situations where I'm not being as confident as I could as I know I could deep down Um, so yeah I just encourage you to think about what you can trust more and what you need to trust more in and then and then go for that and I hope that by doing this exercise, by going through this weekly, this end of week check-in and asking yourself these questions, uh, that it gives you more clarity into your week and provides some valuable self-exploration and self-awareness, which you know that I talk about all the time because it's so important to understand what's going on in your mind, heart, and body, in your spirit, just like kind of figuring it out and knowing how it's all working so that you can get it all to work together as cohesively as possible. You know what I'm talking about. So you can never get enough of that. And so that's why I wanted to go over the end of week check-in. And you guys, I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina. I hope that you've enjoyed this whole week. If you did listen to all the episodes this week, and if you really enjoyed them and know someone else that really would too, I encourage you to share it with them. That would be amazing. Come uh, visit me over on Instagram. You can find me at Sabrina Joy Perozo. Um, I am in the process of trying to build a YouTube channel. You know, my YouTube channel has been many things in the past, and I think I've finally landed on the thing I want to do, which is basically just vlog my everyday life and how I get through dealing with anxiety and depression on the daily, because I do experience those things um, quite often. Um, So I'll have more information on that coming in the future, but you can also visit my website for previous YouTube videos, my podcast, um, any other information about me at sabrinajoy.com. And lastly, if you check the description box, there'll be notes for the show and my email address where you can send me any questions questions, comments, concerns, or prayer requests. But again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for your support. I really genuinely so super appreciate it. I love it. This is definitely one of my favorite things to do ever. I, and I mean that full, wholeheartedly. I love it. Um, and I hope that you enjoy it too. 
let me know any feedback in any of those ways as well because I'd be super open to it and I want to make this show the best I can for you guys. So thanks so much. I hope you have an amazing weekend. I hope you get some rest. I hope you get some things done and I hope you have some fun. But until next time, I'll see you next time. Bye guys.